Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. All right, y'all ready? Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's jump in this mode real quick. That's too low. I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's bad. The form of my admiration. I ain't no kind well, I, guess, I guess. Is that a size of the way? Would I blame I'm trying to see how deep you are. And believe me, Shawty, I ain't talking about no intimate conversation. I want to see if I can make you reach things unobtainable when I peek into your name. You guys don't know we are actually troubleshooting our soundboard as we're recording. As we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the volume going up and down? <laughs> Why aren't they saying anything? Because we're actually listening to see how the audio sounds from the soundboard. Get it together, podcast. Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Man, um, so I thought the song was actually pretty dope. And I, I was trying to figure out what song to play, but I think it's actually kind of fitting to the topic. Yeah, I could kind of see. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. A little bit. Because we kind of get into like some relationship shit. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't go wrong with Ross. You can't, man. You can't, can't dog. Has Ross and Drake ever missed? At the same time, I don't think so. Like on the song, but on the song together. Like, has they ever missed? I don't think they ever missed. I don't think so either. I might make a playlist of Drake and Ross and just make an album. Underground album. That ain't going to happen. Though. They don't do the labels, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I won't see that happen. That would be dope, though. Shit, I'll take that over Drake and Future. What was wrong with um? Wow, scholarships. Nothing was wrong with him, but I'll take that over. I, dog, I'll take Rick Ross and Drake over Drake and Future any day. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know, but probably now, yeah. But Future was popping. No, Future was that nigga, but I mean, what, 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 what was that mistake called? It wasn't scholarship. That was a song, though. But that was good though. Edit, edit. Edit. Is that what this is? Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah. That's whack. Well, I guess it ain't whack, but I guess it is kind of whack. All right, <laughs> All right man. We done <laughs> politics enough. Speak Between the Lines podcast episode. I want to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, Young. Oh, was the edited version? Join with J-Rock. Hold on, man. I know I didn't download the edited version. King gave us his sign in the end. Let's do it. That's whack. See, now that we actually got through this. <laughs> he got cut off abruptly. Yeah, nah, I want to hear the cussing and, and, and oh, the vaginas and, we, and what Rick Ross is doing to her. You, you ain't catching me while I wasn't saying that flagrant. Well, I think I, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Damn. That's but while I wasn't. Wale didn't say anything flagrant. Yeah, I was strong. Yeah, yeah. He kind of went into his, his lyrical his lyrical bag. Yeah. Were you talking about what a time to be alive? Is that what Next it is? Type? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what a time to be alive. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Damn it. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's jump into it, man. We are we've been here for a while. Yes. Yes. And just now started recording. Yes. Yes. We've been here for like what? Just two hours? Yes. At least. At, at least two hours. Yeah. So could have recorded a whole nother episode. Yeah, we could have, really. Oh, we really could have. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I remember our, our the days where we used to record two episodes in one day. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember those days. 
Did that happen? It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been it's been so long, right? So many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's crack into it, man. How y'all doing this week, man? What's going on? What's up with everybody? Hey, what's up with the week, man? Pretty good week. Mm. Pretty good week. Had a lot of fun. Um, was it now? Yeah. Mm. Went to movies. Uh, surprisingly, went to Hustlers this weekend. Mm-hmm. Movie was actually really good. Was it? Was it's it? like this is definitely J Lo's best movie that she's that she's acted in. <laughs> I don't even know J Lo's other. I feel like you might be movies. biased on that. I think so. I heard it wasn't all that. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. I, I heard. I heard people. Maybe people's expectations were too high because they thought J Lo was going to be butt ass naked in the strip club. Right. Cardi no, B was going to be butt ass naked. Stop but I guess they weren't trying to give J Lo that much money. Clearly. Mm. Yeah. And then A Rod. You know, oh, he ain't yeah. Yeah. A Rod. Yeah. 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 Having that. Yeah. But um, how did Cardi do? We've seen Cardi naked before. I mean, I was talking about in a movie role, not in the actual oh. club. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm surprised she did this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, I'm sorry. Yeah, how, how was Cardi B's acting skills? I mean, it, it wasn't. It was, it was Cardi being Cardi. So she did good. I mean, yeah, yeah it was okay. Okay. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary yeah, for Cardi B, yeah, it, it sounds like. Yeah, it wasn't no Oscar win, but it was just like, it was like her, her. the way she does her interviews. Yeah. Like it was just her being her. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what made them put Cardi B in a movie. Like, I mean, I know because the type of movie, but like Cardi B, is she really acting? I didn't think she wanted to get into acting like that. I mean, that that rap money drives up pretty quick. Rap money comes slow. Yeah, but she hot fast. though. But then this movie, like, it's about how strippers drug men. Well, Cardi has plenty of experience. In That's that. what I'm saying. Like, uh, she just came out saying that she did this shit. And, you yeah. know. Playing the movie, you know, it's kind of funny did. how we 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 pump the brakes on a cancel Carter B so quickly after that. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was r- ranting and raving about like niggas. She a- admitted to drugging men. Mm-hmm. Now, if yeah. that would have been a man admitting to drugging women, cancel culture would have been like, nope, get him the fuck out of here. But they tried because it's Cardi. It's like okay, they tried a little bit. They did try a little bit. Some people try to get Cardi B out of here, but nah, her she she has a too strong of a following. Of course, she does. Kind of like R. Kelly has a following. But it didn't work out too well for him. Mm. It didn't. He just he, he was in court the other day too. Matter of fact, again him, Takashi six nine. Like everybody was in everybody court. Everybody was in court. <laughs> did Takashi put? Did Takashi bring on Kelly? <laughs> Use your common sense. Shit, nigga. Mm. The way the way Takashi giving it up, he probably testified against R. Kelly. Man, oh man, that nigga. I boy, saw it. That nigga lips is flying. Yo, I saw, me, I saw a mean. I saw I saw a mean with Takashi and Where's Waldo. <laughs> he was like Yada. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He was pointing that one off. I was like, God damn. Bro, hell yeah, man. That nigga's giving it up, dog. Oh, see, that's man. why you can't, man. See, that, and that's a lesson for all y'all little kids out there, man, that want to be thugs and, and all that shit. Like, when the shit hit the fan, they get real. Yeah. And you, they talking about the, the federal. I lost my train of thought. But niggas <laughs> talking about giving you time. Niggas going to give it up. So now all these people who are supposedly real thugs got this dude, Lakashi, like, just telling all Killing the business. Them. Handshakes. Yeah. This person does this. Nigga yep. Jim Jones was name was thrown out. Cardi was name was crazy. thrown out. I was like, ooh, this shit getting real, yeah, real. That nigga even said he knew where Tommy worked from Martin. I was like, <laughs> shit. I was like, I was like my boy, you like, you you messing up the game right now. <laughs> that's a 20-year-old secret. Hell yeah, man. I wonder how that's gonna play out. Yeah. I just hope I hope he got to get rid of all them face tasks. He got to move to like eight different states, bro. Like he need two first names. He can't have. What is it, Daniel Hernandez or something like that? Uh-huh. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta get two first names, bro. 
he might do something. You got to shave the head, like remove the face test. He he can't be around nobody. But shit, do you I think mean, people are gonna care? Like, well, I think certain people are gonna care, mm. and they're gonna be after. Yeah, shit. Some people care now. Yeah, mm. they're gonna be after him. I'm just saying, like, they're gonna be looking for him. <sighs> I just feel for the people who are close to him. That's that's the thing. People ain't talking about them, man. Like this dude got pe- people know who's connected to him, like yeah. family wise. Yeah, it's <sighs> all a game to somebody end up. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, man, that is tough. That's a scary thing, bro. It is to be caught up in all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, wins or losses. Wins or losses. <laughs> <Those nails. laughs> well, sucks to be you. Like, damn, nigga. <laughs> all right, so he this, did it. <laughs> this week I have a L. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah. So you L? What? Yeah. Really? I mean, they happen. So like, nah. remember a couple weeks ago, I came on like you know, I interviewed job. I feel like I killed the interview. Oh no. I th- I still haven't. I haven't heard anything yet. Oh, that's normal. But the stress of that shit. That's not an L. That's just you being paranoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because after two weeks, bro, where do you work? Don't say it. I'm just saying. Think about that. You'll, I mean, I get that, but the you'll tra- find out. Oh, you'll find out. What one day and twenty three hours and fifty nine minutes before it's supposed to start, and that that sounds crazy to me. So that's not an L. That's just life. Yeah, bro. At least you got a job and you waiting. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine. I mean, imagine what you could be doing. Mm. Harris County. I mean, dark. I'm just you're saying. Right. I mean, yeah, you're right. But this is um, this is uh, the more time it goes by. The more I start to pick apart different things I could have done better. Yeah, bro, you'll be fine. It's just stress at this Nigga, point. Nigga, we desperate. We hiring everybody. <laughs> I ain't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make you feel like you hired everybody. Are y'all looking for people? Yeah, nigga. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, I, so, I guess so. I guess we're gonna have to edit that yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, but y'all looking for people? It's always him. <laughs> it's always it him. It's always me. The third time. <laughs> Like my God! Yeah, it is always me. My bad. But you so say y'all are looking for people? Yes, we are looking for people. <laughs> because no, because I may know somebody that's looking for something. Okay, well, give him my name and let me get no, some no, money. No, give him my name. I need this money. So who, who do I? Who Actually, do I, Jared does need the money. Who do I point them to? HR. No, tell y'all don't have like a referral link that y'all send out. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you after yeah, the we'll, podcast. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get the information. Jeez, to the guys. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh oh, um, loose I mean, lips. We can we can edit it. He's out. definitely the damn Takashi of the group. It, yeah, yeah, you can edit you, it out. Takashi. Hey man, I'm gonna let, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. If it's if it's me or Jill Topney, I'm giving it up. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like relevance, Yana. I'm giving it up, dog. Y'all hear me? This nigga can't hold shit. Say man. If my life on the line, uh, all you gonna hear is. Ch-ch-. If my life on the line, y'all wouldn't. If your life on the line, you wouldn't give it up. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are we going right now? I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying the connotation. Y'all wouldn't. Y'all wouldn't give it up. Pause. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just gonna let you walk by that. Like, you gotta acknowledge the pause. No, what? I mean, so acknowledge how, the pause. How should I say it? Okay, so if y'all's life were that, on the line, yes. You wouldn't you wouldn't say what you need to say Thank to you. get out of that situation. <laughs> yeah. Would y'all not do that? Of course. Everybody would. And anybody saying that they wouldn't is lying. 
Yeah, you see the niggas on first forty eight really break down. Yeah, for real. He's like, man, I'm just saying, man, what me, man, goddamn. Um, I don't know. If, to be honest, I don't know if I have nigga. Frank Lucas turned in on niggas. Everybody's turning. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> um, let me think about my week real quick. Like oh, two hours to do man. This. Right. So I got to win. I actually started a new book that I want to talk to you guys about. New book? Yeah. What's it but called? it's, uh, I'm not into it too deep yet. So you don't but I think it's going to be really good. No, it is. Um, oh, no, it's, um, it's called, uh, it didn't start with you. Hmm. What kind of book is this? So it's, um, hold on. Let me see real quick. Let me see real quick. Cause I want to get the full title. There's a subtitle to it as well. So it's called, it didn't start with you. How inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to end the cycle. Ooh, oh, I like that. Good. Yeah, so I think that's going to be a really, really good read. I was just scrolling on Twitter the other day, and somebody had posted the book, and they were like explaining how certain parts of this book triggered them, mm. like because it brings up certain right issues that their family deal with, and then even people commented under the thread and was like, "Yes, like you have to read this book in pieces. Like you can't just read the whole book." Sure, I'm interested. I'm yeah. Down. So yeah, so I was like, man, let me pick this hole up real quick off of Amazon. So I ordered it immediately, and it just came in. And like the first few pages is the guy telling his story. Um, and you kind of, I kind of can, I can sense how this book is going to go. I think it's going to be a really, really good read. I'm so, down. I'm interested. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm gonna have this as a talking point. On some of the upcoming episodes, as I kind of just get through the book, so but yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good read, though. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, bro, for real. Cool. Well, I had a dub. Uh, I went to Shreveport, saw uh, my dad. Uh, we got to kick it uh, yesterday, and uh, I got some Southern chicken. Southern classic chicken. Yes, Southern classic chicken. I didn't do the Southern classic combo, mm. which is you know the Southern classic chicken, the daiquiri shop, and the Southern made donuts. I didn't do that. Mm. Trying to watch my weight coming off of this. Burger King. However, boy, uh, that Burger King was good though. But I've been boy. sacrificing all week, dog. It's all good. It's was all it good. was it uh an impossible burger? I'll no. never eat an impossible burger again. It wasn't good to you. I mean, it's good if if you don't have an alternative to meat, but I have an alternative. Meat. Me. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like there's no reason. <laughs> no reason to <laughs> I mean, why? You know what? And the possible burger from Burger King ain't really all that because if you look at the nutritional facts, like the calories are just about the same as a regular Whopper burger. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. So mm. like, it's an impossible burger, but it's only like twenty calories less than a regular burger. Mm. And they got some audacity because I was in the drive-through and they put the impossible burger at the number three spot on the combos. I'm like, nah, bro, you got to earn your spot. Uh, you can't yeah. just go straight to the top three combos, nigga. You just been out mm. a month. <laughs> like what are we doing? Like so, you, you saw number three and was expecting a triple meat. Yeah, that's what Paul was. Not one piece, but yeah, some two, like, but three. Like come on, <laughs> hey, get the one. On your ass. <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. I'm like come on, y'all. But no, nah, this was a good week. It was a good week. That's good, man. So, that's it. Some of that ain't good. Oh, okay. Bet rolling into. <laughs> I don't know how much mileage I could get off that. It's like, you know, no, for real, I can't go into no long story. It's like, because I'm, I'm used to. I guess I've gotten accustomed to these your, essay responses. Yeah, from you, so I wasn't really like expecting this shit to just be like, quick like that. I had some chicken. It was good. 
no no so I'm, I'm i'm working on something right now i was gonna try to keep that on the low but okay um i'm working on trying to be succinct okay that's it just communicating effectively quickly and shutting up mm. just trying it out i like to spin okay I'm trying to do spins on shit bet i like to do spins all right man what's you let's spin into uh two between lines here throw it up man All right, so tweet between the lines this week as we blow through this episode. So last week we said that we were going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> last week we said we were going to ask our followers the question. Um, Chris underscore the realist asked us to ask, which was, "What's the difference between men and women of our generation versus the past?" So we figured we give some of y'all, or we give all of y'all who listen, um, the response to some of the people who replied to us. All right, so. Um, one response we got from a Mr. Undis- I'm sorry, Mr. Dot A Sweet. He said that women, uh, he said you see more women as breadwinners. Facts. Which is kind of something that we mentioned on the last episode. Uh, Mocha Latte 247 said social media. What about it? What? Yeah, I'm curious. What, what, what does that mean? Mocha Latte? Social media. That was it. You know what's That's crazy? Because she, she goes so hard on social media and her answer was social media. <laughs> so is she the problem? Uh, she's Mocha the difference. Latte, you are the problem. Yeah, you're the, you're, difference, you're the between difference between men and women of this generation <laughs> and last generation. <laughs> you by yourself. Shit like that. Shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bars, nigga. <laughs> um, let's see. Then love underscore unique said women have become a lot like men, in my opinion, in this generation. Which I guess isn't too far from the, the truth. truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the uh the uh, Kikio said, stubborn as fuck. And a lot of them don't like uh, charge at all. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of them don't like change at all. Not even, uh, even, wait, let me start the fuck over. Good so he Lord. said, <laughs> <laughs> um, stubborn as fuck. And a lot of them don't like change at all, even for the better. All right. The Akikio, you got some explaining to do. Two things. One, what does the, the Akikio mean? I feel like I've heard that before, though. I've heard of a Kikio, but again, that's anime. And I don't think he's referring to that because it's spelled be a different way. Yeah, and that would be weird because he's a male. So what? what let so me see. I'm look this that, up real quick. Yeah, that that. I don't know. You got some explaining to do. Maybe, maybe that's his middle name. I would Kikyo. certainly hope not. A Kikio. Uh, <laughs> What's up with a Kikio? Then somebody has some explaining to do. Yeah, like. So what is a Kikio? In um, it means it didn't start with him. <laughs> that's a problem. His parents. <laughs> Mess his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's your ass right there. <laughs> please, Trump. please do not let Akikio be this yeah. man's man. Y'all are roasting his ass like this. <laughs> Shit like please, that, nigga. Please, no. Oh my gosh. I just hope not. I hope that's not what that is. Oh my god. But, no, but you do have some explaining to do because when you say that stubborn as fuck. And a lot of them don't like change at all, even for a better outcome. That could mean the older generation is stubborn as fuck and don't like change, even for a better outcome. Or new people, the new generation is stubborn as fuck and don't like change, even for a better Like, who are we talking about? Hmm. Hmm. The question is, what's the difference? Well, we don't know the difference because the answer given applies 
kid apply to both. I'm gonna I'll, say I'm gonna say he's, oh go ahead. I, I was assuming the the younger generation. Yeah, I was assuming the older generation. Really? You assuming the older generation was stubborn as fuck? Yeah, you well, say, let's break down both. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> see the he, the Kikio was basically saying, see, I gave you more answers, <laughs> more answers. <laughs> All right, so Rock, you say the younger generation, right? Yeah. Why is that? So I feel like it's more of the millennial mindset that the younger generation feels that they know everything and they don't have to seek guidance. Mm. So I feel like it's a stubbornness pertaining to they feel like they have all the answers and they don't need to change. That makes perfect sense. That does make perfect sense. I've, I've dealt with that with some younger people in my life. They do feel like they know everything. Like They feel like they have the answers to everything, regardless of like how troublesome the issue may be mm-hmm. they feel like there's a simple outcome for it because whatever solution they came up with their mind first they feel like oh yeah this will be this is it this is how you do this yeah then when shit really hit the fan on their ass you'd be like damn that's not how you do it. that's not how you do it mm-hmm. so but yeah i like that's that right. yeah. me uh for the older generation i just always looked at it from the standpoint of like when you're trying to have a conversation with them they look at it as well you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I've lived longer life than you. So, I mean, you're wrong. Even if what they're saying makes no fucking sense, I've had conversations where they just refuse to give anything. Mm. And then they, they're like, it's like, oh, well, you think you know everything? And it's like, no, I don't think I know everything. It's just like, this is a fact. This isn't like, I'm not telling you how I feel. I'm telling you like how it is. Yeah. Like, I can show you where this is mm-hmm. stated. Like, and that's where I was like, okay, well, yeah, people that, are older, they get stuck in their ways. For sure. They don't want to change. Mm-hmm. And they feel like they write about everything. So that's oh, where I got the fit. confusion. Yeah. That's a good point. So now I guess we do. Because I, I agree with actually both of y'all. I've, I have people in my life that nigga, you can't tell them shit can't about nothing. nothing. You can't tell them nothing about nothing. So I guess, I guess it's both ways. So is that is that stubbornness? Is that something that just follows you like are we dealing with the same type of people like youth they start off stubborn but then like they become more stubborn they become more (laughs) stubborn the older they get they don't bump their head enough well i don't know because i've been accused of being stubborn (laughs) damn that nigga eyes lit up like like really you don't say really you i never would have guessed (laughs) oh that was funny but um, <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I think it's growth mm. because when you're really young, I say preteen, going up to like to your mid twenties, you feel, you feel like you know you can take the world on by yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you get to your late twenties, your thirties, like damn, I fucked up the last ten years, so let me try to fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then once you get older, it's like nigga, I lived all this shit. So, it, you know, it's, I can see where it can come back. Right. Because you have the experience to back up everything you did in your life. Yeah. But but like we kind of said last week, you know, times change and generations change. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, I know there's a kind of a, I don't say a battle, but there's a, there's a kind of a thing that's going on between uh, my father. No, not my father-in-law. My brother-in-law and my nephew, right? Because they're both really into music. But music, when my father, I mean, I keep saying father-in-law, my, when my brother-in-law was doing it, it's different than it is now. Like, 
how how you can put out music now and like really pop off of something. Mm-hmm. You couldn't really do that back in the day. So like when my brother in law is trying to explain to my nephew, is like, like, look, this is the music game. This is how it is. This is how it is. Which it may be true to a certain extent. It's changed so much, and my but nephew is true for the timestamp. Yeah, for the timestamp of what it is, and maybe certain parts of it. But my nephew's like, nah, like you can put out a song and just pop, like Takashi did, you Max. know what I'm saying, or whoever did, or uh, Lil Nas X. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, because stuff just if stuff just catches stream like that, so I can see. You that. So you need to burn your CDs, you need to label it, put it in the trunk, <laughs> like yeah. oh, SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like send out your link. Listen, like no, SoundCloud doesn't work. You like yeah. you need to stand in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull up at the shopping center and set these bitches For outside real. of your trunk. And you need some tens, you need some fifteens. <laughs> Yo, make sure your shit thumping. <laughs> Bro, I was at work the other day, dog. Mind you, I'm in Richardson, so I'm not really expecting the trunks to be banging like that. At least not where I'm where I'm at, right? Mm. They banging? Dog, somebody's stuff was I'm like, damn, I'm I'm in the cliff. Am I back in the cliff? <laughs> shit. Cause that's that's regular in the hood. You know, like it's, you don't even expect it. Yeah. So it's like I heard that shit in Richardson. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Right, He's man. definitely passing through. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Maybe. Maybe shit. that's maybe that's part of Richardson. I'm not I'm not too privy to. Hey man, check out my new song, dog. Put them headphones on. Put some headphones on. You need some headphones. You need a, you need a Walkman. A Walkman. The Walkman. Yo. <laughs> oh shit! All right. I think that was that was good, quick, clean conversation. Mm. Oh wait, wait. Did we get all of them? That was it. Didn't it was only four of them. One? It was only four. Yeah, I did all of them. Oh, she did. She said women have a no. She didn't love unique. Say, um, women have become more like men, in my opinion. We ain't gonna dive into that. Let's do it. Shit. What you got? Is this is this kind of a uh No. I just I just saw the comment. Women have become a lot. Are like you talking about men. the segue? Yeah, I thought that was No, no, to... I, I just I just I found it funny that she put that in there. Like um like women Yeah. <laughs> if y'all can't hear that, y'all might be able to hear that. A- A's dogs are going nuts. Um, he ran out like a parent with a belt in his hand. Yeah, he did. So, I'm, oh please, I'm, you hear <laughs> Roman X? It's okay. <laughs> but no, um, women being more like men. Um, I think that's something that's been kind of oh, oh shit. God damn, nigga. <laughs> What did you do to silence? <laughs> I told him to shut up. Like, be quiet. Shut up. He kind of looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> Put him in a choke <laughs> Put a sleeper on him. <laughs> um, but yes, women have become a lot like men. Established. Yes. Did we establish the ways while while I was no, going? No, go ahead. Take it. Um. Well, I mean, we kind of touched on it last episode. You know, women want to become breadwinners, like kind of sweet says. So they're they're more willing to want to make their own money. I think, to be honest, a lot of women are more okay with being promiscuous, like guys. Oh yeah, that's are the, known to we're be. definitely in the era of the side chick. Yeah, so I mean, we're like five, the side dude. We're like five years into the side chick era. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think I think Rock said it well last week. Like the roles have kind of gotten. What'd you say last week? It was became more fluid. Yeah, they're more fluid. On both on both sides, on I both agree. standpoints. So. I agree. Niggas is bitches. 
<laughs> Not bitches. Niggas. Bitches. Wow. Oh shit, man. You niggas up. Bitches. Like for real. Like, like niggas is feminine and shit. It's like it's like we're in a world where niggas are more feminine, women are more masculine, and we just all confused. We don't know nothing. What is what 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 is that though? Like let's how did we get here? How did we get here? Get where? Where are we exactly? Well, the fact that every role is 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 becoming. I I I get it from the female standpoint and how we got here, but how from the male standpoint we be you know men have flipped into becoming more and more feminine. I'm not even talking about not you even know, negation, you know, just, gay or any type yeah. of orientation. It's like you have people who becoming more metrics, like who have a a lot of female qualities still, you know. Irrelevant of everything else, but from the woman's standpoint, I get it. From the from the crack epidemic, the crack epidemic where the men were taken out, you know, where with mass incarceration, mm-hmm. the men are taken out of the household. So I get from the woman's well, standpoint, at least from the black culture, because that didn't happen in white America. But from the black yeah, culture, from the black yeah. culture, yeah, I get it. Men have been taken out, and men aren't able to earn as much from the from those things that happened right. in the seventies and eighties. So it makes sense why the women have stepped up in the black culture. But I don't see the same parallel as to why men have shifted and become like more metrosexual. Yeah. Hmm. Let's can we define that so we know exactly what we're talking about? So, like, I think, you, I think how we even started on this was that you felt like men become that became more feminine mm-hmm. in a sense. So yeah. can we like, cause I think we should put a definition on some of this stuff to kind of. God, at least for me, help me understand. Like, so what? What? What exactly are we talking about when you say like feminine? So, or um, more masculine per se, as far as women are concerned. Well, so like, uh, when when it comes to women, I mean, when it comes to men, it's like I see a lot of people who strip away some of the masculine traits mm-hmm. of what we were defined as what men were growing up. You know, mm-hmm. the things that that only marriages do, the things that marriages uh, do for friends, family, and the household. Yeah. It's like those things have been, I don't, I guess, discarded mm-hmm. to just be in a spot where being a man doesn't have the same meaning as what it did for the previous generation. Yeah. To how mm-hmm. it's okay, some for some some men, it's okay to if I, I follow the woman. If I'm, I don't have to lead. Mm-hmm. I don't have to open, you know, be chivalrous, be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do all those things. Okay. We don't see, we don't see none of that. We don't see as much of that right now, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I think, it, I think even just to piggyback off of that, um, I think we've been, I think men in general have been emasculated as far as like, like anything that's, that's viewed as, okay, well, a man, from like the way we thought about it in the older generation, like a man leading, a man taking charge and doing things like that is now viewed as toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like that that's the mass. Like it doesn't matter what happens if it doesn't fit into the liberal view of it of the world now, mm-hmm. where, okay, well, no, everything's equal, everything is um okay. Like you can't be against anything. And if you're against anything, oh, it's toxic, toxic masculinity mm-hmm. you're doing too much so is that what it is is it is it the push from women to want 
to be more equal in society to the point to where it's like men are like, all right, well, let's step back and kind of give women this role that they should have. Correct. Yeah, it's so not, maybe that's what it, it is. It's a weird line to walk because, like, when you say stuff like that, you know, and I, I guess we assume so much because it's like if you say anything against, like, I'm trying to be careful and intelligent about this conversation because mm-hmm. everything gets misconstrued. If you say anything uh, to the contrary of a woman being empowered, you're automatically anti woman Mm -hmm. which is it's it's a weird dynamic in this world Mm -hmm. and it's like i think that has been a fear that has been spread through media and basically people are walking on eggshells where it's funny how we always say everything is equal men are equal to women no they're not right because we just talked about the whole cardi b situation Mm -hmm. bill cosby drugging women this nigga's in jail. Cardi B admits to drug and men. She's still making movies and making money. We're not equal. This has never been equal. And I don't understand why we try to play this game that everything is supposed to be equal when it's never been equal at any point in history. There's always there's always a a lead and a follow, right? Even when we talk about how the paradigm shift has m- been made where women make more money than men. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not equal. Women making more <laughs> is literally an inequality, right? Yeah. So now men have to adjust in the climate that they're in where, okay, a woman makes more money than you. And you have to be okay with that. Like, you, you got to check your ego at the door. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. You definitely need to check your ego at the door. It doesn't matter if the woman makes more money than you. But we got to stop pretending like everything is equal because it has never been equal. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is. As we strive to get to equality mm-hmm. as a whole, the hard part about it is if you're on the side that has more, most people feel like in order to get that person to where I'm at, I have to give up something right. on my side. That's a prevailing thought. And it's no, you, you you just have to bring them up. You don't have to devalue yourself. And I think it's the fact that we're on extremes. Mm-hmm. Like not, I noticed that a lot in corporate America is like it's always a knee jerk reaction to everything. And I think mm-hmm. as a Western society, we have that same knee jerk reaction. Oh well, we need to fix this, so you know we need to raise women up. Let's say five points, but we're to track men ten. So <laughs> it's, it's it's you know right. it's like no, just bring just bring women up to the same level, right? You know we don't have to give up who we are to empower somebody else. Empowering somebody shouldn't devalue anyone. But I think I think mm, bars. But I think you may have to though in some positions. So because if you have, if you have, let's just say, management, right? You have five managers, mm-hmm. right? And they're all men. But you want to, I guess, equalize the management positions. One of the male managers would have to lose a position for a woman to gain that position. So I think there there does need to be at least. Some give and take, maybe not a lot. And maybe equal isn't the right word, even though that's the word that's being thrown around. Maybe fairness is the mm-hmm. right word. Right. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of glass ceilings that women hit in corporate America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean there's there's a lot of glass ceilings that a lot of people hit in, in corporate America, not just women. I mean, you you can expand it to what you are as far as like race. You know, mm-hmm. there's certain 
glass ceiling. So I think fairness would be the better, maybe I, the better word. I agree with that. And and women and it's again, don't misconstrue it because women deal with so much. Like they they deserve so much credit for everything that they do. Like to excel in corporate America, to even have to work because we're in a society now where we can't live off one income. Mm-hmm. But to to go from being in a household to in the working force to excelling in careers to the point where they're just blowing shit out the water. Like again, women uh on the grand scale, I wanna say statistically, the last time I checked, they make less than men. Yeah, as um, a whole, but yeah. But there's a hierarchy. I and I was talking to my wife about that the other day. Um my interpretation of it was hierarchy. White white man, white woman, black woman, black man, Hispanics. That that's how I view it. And I kind of feel like black men and Hispanics are basically the on the same level. Hmm. Now, I'm open to correction on that, but that that's my interpretation on it. And for a woman to have to excel in the corporate world, then try to find love and happiness outside of the corporate world at home and handle a spiritual life. Like it's that's a lot. That's a lot. So it's not to denounce women at all but i do feel like like we're we're just in this world of confusion because even when i was looking up metrosexual here's a definition of it it says coined in 1994 describing a man especially one living in an urban post-industrial capitalist a capitalist culture who is especially meticulous about his grooming and appearance typically spending a significant amount of time and money on shopping on uh shopping as part of this so super super meticulous on their grooming their attire um oh it goes on to say with liberal political views and interest in fashion and a refined sense of taste that's that's basically the definition mm-hmm. of a vague as hell yeah that could be anything yeah but it's like i think i think men have men have advocated the responsibilities that we had in society too we're at fault for this because we don't want to be loyal we don't want to be like to a woman like to one mm-hmm. woman the prevailing thing in in men culture is like how many women can you get you know we don't commit right mm-hmm. and so a woman is forced into leadership because we've advocated the throne we've advocated the responsibility of it because how are you gonna have a leader that don't don't commit how are you gonna have a leader that doesn't that doesn't nurture that doesn't actually work on themselves to be able to give something to you when is, you ask? Is that still as much of a thing now? Like men not wanting to commit and all that stuff. I don't. I, I'm seriously asking. Like all the stuff that you just like. Is that still the thing? Um. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. I can give you an example as recently as Friday where. Um, I'm at work and one of my coworkers got a one of my coworkers is married, been married for the longest. Mm-hmm. They ride to work with their with their spouse. They both work at the same location. Mm-hmm. One of my friends said she got an email from this coworker. I'm thinking it's about, you know, work. <laughs> she said, bro, look. So I look. Nigga said, uh, when can I get your phone number? And I'm like, Bullshit. He didn't say that. And then I look at the picture like, oh shit, it's him. And then she's like, <laughs> oh, shit, it's him. she's like, 
he's married. His wife works on the same department. Like that's nuts. Mm. It, it's 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 nothing. And then she was like, he keeps asking me for this, and I keep telling him I'm not about that life. Era the side chick. Mm-hmm. But then it's weird when a side chick, well, when the supposed side chick is like, nah, I'm not about that life. I'm waiting for some someone to commit. Nigga, you are married. You're off market. That's not a thing. Right. So now that's only one example, mm-hmm. right? But I've talked to a multitude of guys that just they they either are with a chick and for whatever reason they haven't popped the question, even though they've been together for years. Right. Or they're with random chicks. And they just tell me about their exploits. Hmm. I think we're in the minority. Oh, I was just curious. And you've been out the game for a minute. I've been out the game for a long time. Mm. It's weird. <laughs> Jay is a single man. How how do you feel about that? Yeah, man. Do you find people not wanting to commit? Um, most. Most single men, most of the single guys I I am interact with and most I know do not. And the reason, one of the reasons that I got from uh, one of my coworkers is like, well, I know that I know that the chick I'm with isn't the one for me, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna keep on doing whatever I want to do until I find her. And mm-hmm. I and I noticed that that thought process. Happens a lot on both sides. Is mm-hmm. that either women are just staying with a, a bad dude because they don't want to be alone or they don't want to be just dating anybody else, and men doing the same thing but just keeping their option up and but keeping their op- options open. So everybody out here just keeping their options open. Yeah, yeah. Is 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 yeah? Because and, until you have the conversation that I want to be. In a committed relationship, whereas it's us, and if you're just dating, you know, it's gonna tell you know, because you rarely will meet somebody single, or you'll rarely meet somebody who doesn't have any type of attachment with somebody else mm-hmm. from a dating aspect. Oh yeah, the girl you talk to is definitely talking to more than one nigga. They have options. You have to earn the spot mm-hmm. a majority of times. So you have that so it's like okay well she's talking to other people maybe mm-hmm. i should be talking to other people too mm-hmm. you know I, I don't want to be the one catch feelings and then she choose somebody else so that game that's played in the in the initial part of dating can you know can 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 cause that then when it's like okay well we want to commit and then it's like well i got a couple people from my team that you know i don't want to let go of right so you're like okay i'm gonna keep these pieces on the on the side and hide them do y'all think that well I guess I guess this will be for you, Rock, since you're the only one in single here. Do you think that and I guess you can chime in too, Rez, do you think that I'd rather not people <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Do you think that people who are single, do they give themselves enough time to like really get to know the person and really get to like deal face some of the stuff that they may encounter in a relationship? Or do they just feel like Oh, I don't like this person. So let me just move on to the days. Oh, he's not for me because they find like one thing they don't like about him. It depends what that one thing is. Um, I think anybody dating should know themselves well enough to know what their deal breakers are. And even though it may seem like a small issue, you know that this is something I can't 
continually correct or somebody can't deal with. So if it's a Dilbert situation, yeah, it's nothing wrong with moving on. But if this is something that annoys you and it just depends if you see enough good in the person to outweigh the one thing or the however many things it is that bother you about them. Right. But do you think there's like, are people doing that enough? No. Um, based on what you see. Um, or not even what you see. Do you just think people are doing like, are they like dating someone and like getting past the first thing that they don't like about the person to see if they can still find compatibility with this person? Mm. From a, from dating, from just dating to a relationship, relationship to a just, marriage. Yeah. Just in general. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we just out. Like, I'm I'm single or whatever, and I, I hit the movies with this chick, but there's something that I don't like about her that I find out about at the movies. Like, are people trashing that? Or, like, they, are they saying, well, let me see if I can still like this person even though I didn't like this about them? I mean, shit, that's why ghosting is this. Somebody finds out something, so I'm done with this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, I do. So it's like I feel like it it de- it depends on why the person's dating. If they're dating with a purpose, mm-hmm. then I think that yes, they would consistently try to see if it's something there. But if you're just dating for the fuck of it, just have a good time, you know, if 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 it's you know, why why put up with something that you don't like if you know you're not you're not trying to be serious anyway right because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just curious as to what the thought process is of somebody who's actually seriously looking to be with somebody like are they actually because it's not the thing about being in a relationship like if you're single and you can't get past the first thing that you don't like about a person or the first thing that pisses you off that they did i mean you're gonna have a lot of that shit if you're actually with the person right so i'm All just right. curious as to like i guess what's the thought process of the single people in 2019. Yeah. I think it's um I think it, it it comes down to gender and or your history or your past. Um what I mean by gender is like so for men they have an advantage again just based off of sheer numbers. They they have the ability to say, well, I don't like this and so I'm just going to go with this other chick because there's more of them. Um it could be their past just from a standpoint of like I know someone who literally they have trust issues. And so the moment that someone says something to them that they deem distrustful, mm-hmm. it's it's an automatic L. They will cancel that person just off of the fact that I I perceive you to be untrustworthy yeah and so yeah, they, they, they need to go to therapy they do but it's a defense mechanism yeah. for themselves they view it as protecting themselves mm-hmm. but in a, in a real sense it's isolating them because i mean if we're just keeping it funky everybody has lied in history there's 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 no one that's never not lied jesus. outside of jesus okay right but that that's a that's from a God in a spiritual standpoint, mm-hmm. right? So if your threshold is like, well, I can't trust you because you lied. Well, grow up, motherfucker. Everybody lies. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's just that you need to, you need to determine like what kind of lie of it. To what degree did they lie? Did they just forget something, or did they misrepresent something malicious with malicious intent, or did they just 
misrepresent something because they were scared of what you were going to say or how you were going to react mm-hmm. to it. Like, like there's, there's so many levels of that. And I, I don't think, I don't think we as people want to do the work. We don't want to do the work to really to grind out a relationship. We think it's supposed to be easy. Hollywood, you know, uh, portrays it as like, oh, well, you're going to meet your, your faded guy and then y'all have a quick beef or something like that. And then he comes back at the end of the movie and everything's happy go lucky. And it's only supposed to take two hours now, bitch. Like mm-hmm. this takes time. Right. Like, and I mean, bitch by man and woman for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you clearly called us bitches. Yeah. Early. So, so <laughs> I'm, 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 no, I'm just saying like somebody be like, oh, he's kind of bitches. No, all of you are bitches. Look, um, <laughs> we, we, we all have bitch tendencies. Takashi's a bitch. <laughs> all right, shit I'm, like spo- that. Shit like that. I'm supposed shit to like stop that. cussing. All right, um, you got off last episode. I was man. listening to it. I was like, I thought Red was gonna stop cussing. Nah, I'm not gonna say because this is an explicit podcast, so I'm not gonna say nothing. But well, no, I'm I'm, I'm working on it. All right. I'm a work in progress. I just I lied. <laughs> <laughs> but the intent, the, it was the a good intent. intent. Good. The intent is always no, good. no. I'm I'm working on it. All right, sure. man. So an hour in, do we want to finally get into our topic? Oh, we have a topic? <laughs> <laughs> Are we off that? Yeah, we off. Hit yeah. us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation we're already having. Also, check out our merch. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You will find all of our shit. So I guess diving back into some more relationship shit. Clever segue. Yes. Segue, segue, segue. Yes, yes, yes. Fantasia. Fantasia. Made I some didn't, news. Yeah, 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 she did. I, you know what? I heard some, I think I heard like a clip on Instagram of the whole, well, not the whole, but just a piece of the the interview that she did with The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole issue about submission. Right. Submissions, submission has been like an issue. This isn't, this isn't even the first time this year submission has been brought up. Uh-huh. It, what was the first one? I don't, you know, it's been brought up a few times. Oh, okay. This is, I Based on what I've seen on the timeline, maybe not on as wide of a scale as Fantasia made it, but yeah, I've definitely seen, a, yeah, I've definitely seen the Fantasia, not the submission conversation, kind of play out. Right. Um. So do we kind of want to just get into it with the clip first? Yeah, sure. Let's let's let everybody listen to what was said first. All right. Cool. So here's uh, what Fantasia said right here. That's why you can't find a man. Damn. You can't. <laughs> you can't house. That's why you can't find a man. One more time. One more time. I mean, Shit like that. Nigga. <laughs> Oh, that that is the episode, guys. <laughs> Why you can't find the man? All right, well, we out of here, y'all. Right. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Sweet last podcast. <laughs> this is Young Red. Doing with J Rock. Man, I wouldn't see. I didn't. I didn't know what you clipped. I wouldn't expect that mud to just pop off like that. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So here's, here's what Fantasia said right here. That's why you can't find a man. Oh, you shit. can't be the king in the house. Fall back and be the queen and let your man lead lead the way. So I salute you for that. What does that mean? You, you can't be a leader because a lot of women look at like, like, no, you know, I could lead in my household. I could do this in my house. So what does that mean? That's not how it's supposed to be, and that's why we bump heads. And I feel like it's a generational thing. And we could talk. We can go real deep on that. And I might need. I don't need to start that, but it's a generational curse. Mm-hmm. And how society have placed our men mm-hmm. and women have to 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 stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider and so then now you are so bad you so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come you lose him because you're trying to be the the man i was finna say right man can we be equal 
Oh, of course. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm the neck, my man's the head. So mm. he can't make any moves without his wife. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. all works together. But you can't be the head of the house. You've got to let the man be the head of the house. But it's a generational thing, and it's what we've been taught. to Stand up, be strong, be the, you know what I mean? And a, a dude come, and you, everything about you is like a man. Sometimes we have no choice, though. But that's what I was saying. It's right. a generational thing, and it's what society has. They do that on purpose. Mm. So you think women have to, to fall back a little for their man? Is that what you think? You have to learn how to submit. You can still be a queen. Queen plays a part. The the king needs his queen. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that he can't see that we see. Some people will say the queen is the most valuable uh, piece on the board. It Come is. on, anybody play chess? It is, yeah. You pl- okay. My husband's can't teaching me like how to play moves. chess. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's we work together, but mm-hmm. the queen has to all has to sit back and allow her king to be the king. Now, what about in a situation where a woman makes more money in a relationship? That's hard. Because that's when jealousy starts coming in. That's when, you know what I mean? And it, that goes back to communicating in prayer. Mm-hmm. Because if a woman, you know, if you're, if you're solid, you know who you are, you know what you bring to the table. A lot of times money breaks up relationships. Money is the root of all evil. It is. So everybody's thinking about the wrong things. Instead of falling back and sitting and saying, let's play chess together. I got you. You got me. Let's go. Thoughts? Prayers? Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> that was a good episode. That's a very good episode. Um, couple things uh, that I want to start off with. The first thing with the chess thing. Originally, chess, the king, was the, the, the strongest piece on the board. Then Queen Elizabeth didn't like it, so she changed it to all the power that the, the king had, the queen had, and, and now the king has limited moves. But outside of that. <laughs> well, I think, I think the king is still the most valuable piece. Because at the king, there's no game. Well, so, but sure. the, the, the queen is the strongest. It has the piece. most abilities. Yeah, it, do, it can move more. It's to a, do damage. It's a, it's a, as far as the strategy of it, mm-hmm. the queen can do more versus what any other piece can. True. So, but one thing that I was listening to was what Angela said is sometimes we have to be. Mm. And what she was referring to, in my opinion, is how in corporate America, a lot, a lot of women are doing better than what some men are. So even if it's not even corporate, just any job, you have to be a wolf. Like you can't be meek right. and falling back at work. Right. You have to be assertive. You have to be dominant at work, no matter what your job is for you to succeed and move forward. Correct. So for generations this well for this past couple generations where women are working they are being dominant work and then it's hard to come home and then not have that same arrogance that same level of cockiness right nigga your your woman's like yo i I tell niggas what to do all day i'm not gonna come home and get told what to do right so i think that is an interesting piece of it because it's because of how the environment is changing that's that could be one thing that actually causes it. Mm. And then when uh, Fantasia was saying that, well, the woman's the neck and the and the man is the head, that speaks more to the communication that has to be there. Mm. And what he's saying is like, well, no, I'm still just as important because the head can't turn, it can't do anything without the neck. Mm-hmm. So the head has to communicate with the neck in order to make a decision, in order to move. So... She's speaking to the value of communication going back and forth. And 
with the whole hot button word of submit, like in most cases where you see it used, it's an act of uh, it's an act of aggression. WWE, Chris Benoit. I'm, you know, I thought about him too. That's crazy. You know that what I'm you saying? That up. Amazing submission artist, but is I'm forcing you. I'm putting my out. will over you. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I'm stronger. I can make you do whatever I want. And probably gotta use a somebody less controversial. Uh, <laughs> half people listen won't even remember who Chris is. Hey, yeah. I don't even know who y'all talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Bret Hart. See? Who y'all talking about? Well, when you Google him, you'll find out. Don't Google him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's just getting that live reaction. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like when submission is used, it's normally an act of force. Right. And in a relationship, it's not an act of force because both if if the head and neck is is working together, it's not of you're not forcing the other person. You you have to submit to your wife and your wife has to submit to you. It's an act of really honoring the other person. You said that there, boy. Yeah, you did. That's all I was going to say. No, that's not what I was going to say. But no, I think, well, I think kind of based off what Angela, you said and how she said that you have to be, kind of what you had touched on, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, some niggas ain't in their child life or some niggas ain't in their girl's life. So right. they, they have mm-hmm. to be, right? Yes. Like, shit, my... Dad wasn't there, so my mom have to. She had to be the head of the household for two kids. So, you know, when you when you're doing that, you know, you you kind of just gain this dependency that just comes with you being in that type of environment and that type of situation. So, I mean, that that I mean that's just kind of what comes with that, and that's kind of what I was thinking about when she said that. As you said, as far as submission, I mean, I just chop it up to. I mean, I feel like submission is. I think I heard Charlotte say it the best. He said, submission is putting someone else's feelings before yours. Mm. So, like, your wife, like, your kids, like, you would, and and vice versa, like, the wife, she would put her feelings before, your feelings before hers, and you're doing it for each other. So, it's, like, I don't think it is as far as, like, hey, you do what I tell you, or you listen, whatever, like, there should be some type of trust there where shit if my wife trusts me on something and she knows she can lean on me for this then that's what it is and vice versa like to be honest like you may not even have you may not have all the answers in a relationship and i feel like that's what that's where people get stuck is like a lot of people think in a relationship that the man is supposed to have all the answers and Sometimes you just don't. That's sometimes, you, yeah. Sometimes your partner just has maybe not even all the answers. Maybe you do have all the answers, but your partner may have better answers, right? Mm-hmm. So I just think that I feel like that plays in relationship as far as submission is concerned. Like if she has a better outcome or better idea as to how something should go than I do, then we roll with it, and then vice versa. Like you just trust each other on that. So I mean, that's what I think it is. So yeah, I agree. Um, well, let's go back to what you were saying, too, about, uh, well, you guys both kind of hit on it, it, what Angie was talking about with, you know, sometimes women just have to, right? Mm-hmm. I also think, and that's true, like, like there's a lot of, like, I came from a household where it was just me and mom, right? My mom was working three jobs, and so I, I watched her go through that. Uh, however, I've also watched my mom 
go from marriage, divorce, marriage, divorce, marriage, divorce. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've seen I've seen it up front, close and personal. Yeah. And I can acknowledge that one of the one of the byproducts of having to do it is that you become equipped to be self-sufficient. And when you become so self-sufficient, it's hard for you to let that wall down. It's hard for you to take heed. So it's almost it's almost like a curse from a standpoint of like you've now gained this ability to lead the household because you had to. You didn't have a choice. You had to do it for your child. But in gaining that ability, you know, there's always a pro and a con. What well, a pro is you can lead. The con is now you're in a situation where you 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 don't want to be vulnerable to allow someone else to come in. Mm-hmm. And so women that find themselves in that position typically find themselves historically by themselves. It's hard. It's, it's very rare. You see a woman take on that mantle. And then rebound the hat. Yeah. The time to. Yeah. They, they take the hat. They put it on and then they can take the hat off. Right. That's very rare that you 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 see someone that can transition back and forth like that. Especially if you've been hurt by the man. Correct. Yeah. And and women have been so hurt um for so long that once they've gotten that ability and that power, I think it's hard to relinquish that. And I think that's true of any individual. It's not a gender thing. Like individuals that gain power typically, like J Rock said earlier, they're they're hesitant to relinquish said power. Right. Um she said a lot in here, man. Like she did. I almost wish we would have chopped it and kind of broke to kind of broke it down in pieces. Uh-huh. If you want, you can replay some of them. We can just pump the brakes. All right. That's why you can't find a man. Stop pump the brakes. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm mad we was on the same page. All right, so now why can't you find a man? Let's break that shit. Let's break that shit. Down. That's why you can't find a man. You can't be the king in the house. Fall back and be the queen and let your man lead lead the way. So I salute you for that. What does that mean? You can't be a leader because a lot of women look at that like, no, you know, I can lead in my household. I can do this in my household. What does that mean? That's not how it's supposed to be. And that's why we bump heads. And I feel like it's a generational thing. And we could talk. We can go real deep on that. And I might need, I don't need to start that. But it's a generational curse. Mm-hmm. And how society have placed our men. Mm-hmm. And women have to, to to stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider. And so then now you are so bad. You so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come, you lose him because you're trying to be the, the man. I was going to say it. Pump the brakes. Okay. That part right there is the part that I feel has not been touched on by everybody for the most part that I've seen react to it. Mm-hmm. Because people are so caught up in the word submission. Right. And the connotations of it, like you said, being forced um, beyond your will. She literally just said it right there. Why this is a problem. It's a generational curse on where society placed our men. Right. Mm -hmm. She's talking about and again, from a black culture standpoint, she's talking about the black man being strategically taken out of the household. Right. That's from slavery. All the way down, right? Yep. Civil rights movement all the way down. So when she says that the way society has placed our men, well, men make less money. 
black men are typically in jail. We make up a majority, a vast majority of the prison system. A lot of like statistically, a majority of us have some sort of um, record mm. for for like like real shit. Yeah. Like uh, like if you put ten black men in a room, statistically, we're probably gonna maybe half of us have something, maybe a little more. Mm-hmm. So society has has put us in a position where it's hard for us to be successful right. as men. So in 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 lieu of that, women have been forced to be single parents. Women have been forced to take the role of being the breadwinner in the household. And so she even goes on to say that society placed us in that position. But also on top of that, when you become so big and so bad that when the right man comes, you can't back up the right man. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's funny because I was reading that scripture where it talks about um, it, it basically talks about submiss- submission and it's Ephesians 5, 22 through 33. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it just says, wow, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. Pump the brace right there. It says wives submit to your own husbands. Wives submit to their husbands. It didn't say you submit to the random nigga in your DMs. <laughs> it says you submit to your husband mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that women a lot of times it's like they don't understand that it's like the only person you're submitting to is the right person it's not all men you do not submit to all men you submit to the right man and you have to delegate within your own self and your own like what you're looking for what the right man is yeah so I don't understand why you have an issue with submitting. Mm-hmm. Submitting also, like you guys said, means respect. It means to basically, it, it's it's obedience out of respect, right? Something that my wife and I talked. Well, hold on. First of all, what are y'all thoughts on that? First, well, you took the words right out of my out of my mouth of what Fantasia said. I mean, as far as our community is concerned, I mean, we shit niggas was taken out, you know, with drugs and all this other stuff. So. I mean, that's just what it was. Women were left to fend for themselves for the, the most part. So, I mean, you took you took that right out of my mouth, to be honest. Like, I was going to literally say that exact same thing. So, mm, Okay. I didn't know that. My bad. No. Nah. But, I mean, no. Nah, I mean, because that makes sense because I don't I don't think, I don't know, I don't understand, like, who, and mind you, I didn't listen to this Breakfast Club interview live, but just hearing it back in that part, I mean, that shit makes sense. Cause so, so, from this point, I'm not really understanding what. I guess the backlash was about. Well, feminists got pissed off because they feel like I shouldn't have to submit to a man. Like a lot of like I watched my wife t- showed me a ton of videos, like the, just the backlash. And one of the most prevailing things was women and men are equal and that women shouldn't have to give up their ability to make a decision just because their man makes the decision. That they're being forced against their will. And my rebuttal to that was. Let's let's go back to the Garden of uh, Eden. Right. Mm -hmm. There has been a power that women women have had and possessed for all of time. And it's called the power of persuasion. Men also call it the power of the pussy. Strong. 
Bobbling right. Pete. <laughs> Strong. And or if we're going to be PC, the power of influence. I never understood why women act like when you submit to your husband, if your husband makes a decision, why you pretend that you didn't actually have some sort of influence on the on said decision. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. So this might not be an exact equivalent, but I liken it to your boss and not to say that the husband's the boss, right? But the boss in a sense of basically whatever the boss says is going to happen in the company, that's what happens, mm-hmm. right? Okay, cool. So the boss says, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. You go into the office and say, mm, have you thought this all the way through? Did you really think about this? Mm-hmm. What if this happens? Dang, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Mm. All right, well, since you bring that up, I want to do this then. And you're like, okay, that makes more sense. Okay, cool. So that's what we're going to do now. So now me as the employee or you as the employee, you go out and now execute what the boss just said. But you still had direct influence over what the boss did. So how do you not have a say? I think maybe because they want to make the decision themselves. Like they want. And I think maybe if it comes from the point standpoint of them having two different decisions. So if there's a, a problem and the man wants it to be done this way, mm-hmm. but then she wants it to be done this way. But the man is like, well, what I say goes, the woman might have an issue with that. I think that's where the 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 issue is. Then you're taking a whole spiritual aspect out of it. The Bible clearly says that, let's read it real quick. The Bible says that basically back in Ephesians, why submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do the Lord? For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. His body of which he is the savior. And I'm not going to go into too deep because then it starts getting confusing with the where, who, where thou art and all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. the gist of it is that a woman is supposed to follow the man as the man follows Christ. So you submit to the man that's submitting to Christ. If your husband or the man that you're seriously dating is not submitting to Christ, then you don't follow him. You don't submit. Mm hmm. So that that's where the spiritual aspect of it is It's like, OK, cool. Well, we have two different decisions, right? We have two opposing decisions. Well, then the fact check is, OK, well, is the man following God? Is the man following Christ? If the answer is yes and he's truly following Christ, then you submit because he's following Christ. If God's saying if God's leading him down that direction, you genuinely believe that that makes sense. If he's not following Christ and you know this nigga ain't shit, then you don't have to submit. What are we debating? Hmm. There's nothing to debate. That's a hell of a marriage. <laughs> um, well, before we, I wanted to, what kind of leads into what you said mm-hmm. is how she was talking about both people trying to lead. Yeah. And like that literally what you have, the man want to go this way, the woman goes, goes that way. Only one person can lead at the same time. Right. Because even if you have with politics, Two, we have the Democratic Party. They're supposed to be all supposed to be doing this. Right. We got to say to twenty people, everybody, everybody wants to walk in a different direction. That was embarrassing. So no matter how aligned two people may be, right, 
only one person can lead because you're end up going in two separate directions. Right. Sometimes you can le- you can relinquish it to your spouse, uh, for your wife if you know if you know that she is a she's stronger in a certain area. But for the most part, only one person can lead at a time. Period. You're disappearing. Wow. What happened? No, he was disappearing. I couldn't see him. Man. No, oh, I was getting I was getting black on yeah, you. It's getting, it was getting dark. No, <laughs> nothing but teeth dark, eyes. Dark. 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 <laughs> well, okay. I'm sorry. Darkness is spreading. I had to turn the lights in this mug. But um the second part about that is with the women. And I want I want to get to as a kid growing up, you know, I know several members of my family who are like that, you know. Women who've been heard who had to step up and leave the household. Oh, wow. That's dope. Oh, that's cool. You control that from your phone? Y'all cut People, it out. <laughs> listeners, <laughs> listeners are like, Ace Night Light came on. Oh, his sex. Have you been? Is there? Should I sit on his couch? Everybody's fine. All right. All right. So, <laughs> everybody's fine. Okay. All right. Just saying. All right. But um, it's crazy because growing up, we have such. Strong example of strong women. So growing up, we don't see the struggle as men as what women go through because all the examples that we have in our life are strong women, independent, doing everything on their own, which also can stem from the curse that she's talking about. Because if you're raising a daughter on your own, you have to you have to teach her the what you know to survive. Mm. So Ooh. now once the daughter grows up. She's following her mom's example, her grandma's, her sister's example of, well, no, if you're by yourself, you you can't release control to anybody. Never saw the love. So mm. never saw the love. Yeah. Because it's crazy because we grow up, we say it's like, oh, women are strong. But if it's if we if we were women, we'll be, you know what I'm saying, with the same strong mother, she'll be teaching us something different. Mm. Yeah. No, facts. Like yeah. it, like even going back to my mom and growing up, she's a single parent. I watched her go to those three divorces. If I would have been a woman, my whole thought process would be completely different because mm-hmm. she would have imparted her hurt mm-hmm. onto me. Exactly. As a defense mechanism. Hey, I made the, the, I went through this. So I'm telling you this so you don't have to go through that. So now I'm on guard from from jump mm-hmm. and I may never open myself up. That's. Mm, that's crazy. Sounds like that book I'm finna read. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't start with you. It didn't start with you. Listen, to it, it didn't start with you. Yeah, for it's real. Okay, boo boo. Do you want to continue? I think I thought she was gonna say something. Mm, I don't know. Well, 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 I'll pick it back up. All right. So this is the rest. Well, not the rest, but another part. Right. Man, can we be equal? Oh, of course. Well, see, at the end of the day, I'm the neck, my man's the head. So he can't make any moves without his wife. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. all works together. Do y'all agree? One hundred percent. Okay. Like that literally. That literally was what you just described. What's that? What, what you just described is like the woman has influence over the man. Yeah. Because as long as long as as long as there's communication, whatever decision is made, it should be both parties contributed to it. So both parties should be happy. You know what? Pump the brakes. I just I just thought about something. You 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 just sparked something. It's not necessarily what you said. It's just the the, the line of mm. conversation just went to this. Do you know where I saw most of the outrage? Single people. That's usually where the outrage yeah. comes from. Single people are the ones that had the biggest like critique of Fantasia and the whole submitting thing. 
And I don't know if that's because something happened in their past where they 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 feel that submitting to a man is negative or just from a standpoint of they they're so discouraged by the condition of the men today that why would I submit to somebody who's not even loyal to me? Why would I submit to someone who's not even like chosen me? No, it's definitely the second one. It's definitely it's well, it's that and something else. So is the experiences you've already had. Mm. It's like, okay, I definitely wouldn't submit to my current boyfriend or whoever I've been with uh my past experience. Uh, but it's also as somebody who's single, you don't like even myself, I don't even know what marriage really is mm-hmm. because I haven't been through it. I'm not in it. Right. So it's a concept that you know is men and women coming together, living together, making decisions, and everything's done together. But outside of that general umbrella, th- that's all you really know. Mm-hmm. So you don't know the nuance of arguing with the person. Like you said earlier, it's like, you know, when you're single, do you argue? Do you just ghost them? Do you just leave? Right. And not being able to. It's like, well, no, I said I'm going to spend the rest of my life. It's okay, well, how do I fix it when I'm used to when shit goes left, I leave. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, I feel like it's that part of it is your experiences, but also you don't understand what marriage is as somebody who's single yet. Yeah. So it's harder for you to understand the value of submitting. <laughs> yeah, I think married people are just, they be minding their own business too sometimes. Yeah, what? They be minding their own business. Like, because you said that a lot of people that were arguing were single people, which I feel like a lot of people who argue online are, are typically people who are not with people. But I just think yeah, that with, yeah. like, when you're married, you're, if you're legit married and you're focusing on bettering your relationship, then you, you're not really concerned or worried about anything else that's going on with anyone else's relationship. That's true. I, and, and, when what I saw online, I saw that a lot of the people that were critiquing were single. A lot of people that were back in Fantasia were married, mm-hmm. and they were saying like, "Well, no, she's not saying anything wrong. She's talking openly about communication. She alluded to the head and the neck, like, and how vital they are to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And that she talked about communication and prayer, which I mean, majority like real talk, like that's something I'm trying to get better at. I got to get back to it. I, I used to pray." with my wife all the time mm. and I've slipped on that. So I got to get back on that. Um, but the married folks were backing Fantasia. The married folks were saying like, no, she's on point. It just seemed like either single people, uh, feminists and, or, or uh, outright gay women were just like, no, that's not like, no, I'm not supposed to do that. So, um, they were probably going off of sound bites and shit. That's why. That's why I'm like. Listening I don't even think they line. heard the whole thing. That's the thing. Like they heard portions of it because that's that's what sh- that's what shared everywhere. Just pieces of the clip. Right. So if they hear at the beginning of this month, if all they hear was that's why you can't find a man, and they don't say shit, and it's like, well, damn, I can find a man, but that's all that you heard. Yeah. It's right. like. What about the rest? What about the meat of the conversation? I think that's what. That's I mean, what well, I they heard that is true. That's why they're single. But that's literally why, like, she's literally exposing why you're single. Yeah. For a mass majority, not everyone, because you don't want to talk about it in, in generalities. Mm-hmm. It, it's not applicable to everybody. Yeah. But eight out, eight out of ten of y'all is probably applicable. And they don't want to. They don't want to see it like. And that. they don't want to hit that. And yeah. and that's the thing about truth. Truth hurts when truth hits you at the at the house. 
it hurts and you mm-hmm. know, and you try to run from it but like it's still the truth it is what it is at that point right so anyway you try to any any way you try to spin it is just like no because submission was like somebody was talking about well submission is what was old testament and everything like i was like bro like ephesians <laughs> is new testament like that that's not old like yeah it's old from two thousand plus years ago give or take and you know you're trying to be 21st century and you're all pc and everything's supposed to be equal but we like i think when we realize that we're not in an equal world and we have never been in an equal world i think we would all get along a lot better we've never been an equal world from Mm -hmm. from from the beginning of time it's never been equal it's never been equal Mm. i mean but so should we be okay with that yeah i don't i I just i agree with it i don't i don't think i don't think i'm not saying it's it's something I think it's it's just a reality. So so let me let me break that down a little bit further, right? So we're all in the NBA. You're LeBron James. Thank you. J Rock, you're Steph Curry. Okay, I'll take that. I'm Steph Curry. Um I'm just throwing names out, bro. It's not a, it's not a real <laughs> it's not a real thing. It's not this is not debate. It's he's like why J Rock gonna be Steph Curry? Because <laughs> J Rock cooks he is not like <laughs> Chef Curry, Chef Rock, I get it. It makes sense. Uh, go ahead. Cool. And then and I'm <laughs> and then I'm um Sean Livingston. Right? Just some random that nobody really knows for the most part. Unless you follow the sport, right? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. We're all basketball players. We're not equal. We're all in the NBA. We're still not equal. You're a guy. You're a guy. I'm a guy. We all play the exact same sport. We're not equal. So is there is there so is that so should we be okay with not being equal is what I'm saying? Or should people be okay with not being equal? Yes. I, I think I think at a certain point, like now, we're not talking about rights. And basic humanity and needs and things like that. But I'm saying, like, if somebody, so for example, like, if, if J Rock comes to my job, right? And he gets into my department and all of a sudden he brings value to the, to the department. He makes more money than me, right? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have a problem with that. If my wife ends up in the same department with me or a random woman comes into the department and she slaughters it. She just kills it. And she becomes my supervisor. I shouldn't have a problem with that. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It should be based off of what you are actually doing. If a woman is producing and she's doing the work, pay that woman. Give Acknowledge what she's doing. Give her the awards. Give her her flowers. Recognize her greatness and keep it moving. It shouldn't be like it should. It, it It's only bad when it's like strategically done like i'm strategically holding you back so you won't be equal you're doing the work you're making the sacrifices you're bringing the impact but we're not going to recognize you that's when it's a problem Hmm. that's a problem yeah but if if if, but it should never be a situation where someone's ego gets in a way it's just like well that person shouldn't make more money than me because they're a woman that person shouldn't make more money than me because they're a certain race that person like no like like did they do the work? Yes. Respect them. I mean, if that was happening, then th- that would be, the- that's where we're trying to get to. Right. But that's why I love sports. Because sports is a, a, a was it? Heritocracy? What do they call it? Heritocracy. Heritocracy. It's basically like, it's based off of the value and the ability. 
Stephen A. Smith uses it. I don't know if it's a real word. We'll just say Stephen, merit base. <laughs> yeah, merit base is good. You know Stephen A. Smith be making up words. Um, but yeah, it's merit based. It's based off of the value you bring, mm-hmm. and that's why I love sports because you prove over time the value that you bring. So fairness, right? It should be based off fairness. I'm with it. I like it. Like it. But y'all niggas do need to start submitting to the right man. And not just anybody. And not just anybody. So what about the men who would rather have their woman lead? Is that a issue? Still communication. Look, you know what? Here, here's here's a crazy thing I threw at my wife. I said she cuz she was she was playing devil's advocate and she was talking about how some of the examples that women gave about not not bending or submitting to their men's will right mm-hmm. so i said okay well if i'm the man and i make the decision and you're going to rebel against the decision what if i decide that you should lead and you actually if you're leading you're submitting to the will how do you how do you inherently know that the man's decision is not something that's going to empower you? Yep. So you're saying if the man leads? No. So like the I'm man, sorry, if if the man if the woman if the man decides to have the woman lead. Yeah, because maybe he's following God and God says, Hey, my boy, she's better at you. She's better than at this than you. Mm-hmm. Give her her space. Let her do her. Right. He says, you know what? You're right. I'm going to follow. I'm going to obey. Babe, take this. That's that's her leading. Right. She's still following under the umbrella. Mm-hmm. It's it's based off of, is the guy really following God? Is is the guy really following the direction that, that he's supposed to be following? Because, yeah, there's things that, there's clearly things that my wife is better than me at. Like organization. Like timeliness, right? So I can't say, well, babe, we're going to leave it this time because, nigga, we're going to be late. <laughs> we, uh, it's just a fact. We're going to be late. Yeah. So I let my wife pick what time we leave to go places because that means we're going to be on time or we're going to be early. But if you're like, well, uh, I'm not submitting to a man, so I'm not going to listen to, you know, I don't got to listen to what he says. Well, what if he's saying something that's actually empowering you? The still submission. Mm-hmm. I don't see. I don't see what the issue is. I really don't see what the issue is with with with. I just don't see what the problem is. I think if I don't know, dude. They I don't just, like the word because that, that's just what it is. Because one girl, one girl, she was like, "There's other words you can use that that you know, like like oh, what word did she use? Um, damn." Bow down. No, it wasn't bow down. She, Bend the knee. She was like, she was like, <laughs> instead of saying submission, you could say. Uh, collaboration and and you know I was right. like because there's this there's this equal thing that that wants to go that that's happening. Yeah. I think people just want to feel included, and I think I think the the word submission makes them feel like their voice isn't heard. Their definition is going in that's going through their head. I think this is what it is. But it's like they it's almost like we forget that right before. Or right after God says this, he tells husbands to love his wife, their wives as they as Christ loved the church, which basically is code for husbands sacrifice for your wife like Christ sacrificed for the church. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a one way thing where he's like, hey, you chicks, 
Y'all do what you're told, you niggas. Keep the party going. That's not what he's saying. <laughs> that's not what this is. <laughs> I think that's what people think. It like, is. there's certain responsibilities we owe to each other. Yeah. So, anyway. I think that's... Okay. We rolling with some more? Oh, yeah. Rock it. Let's see. I think I messed it up. We'll and see. how society have placed our men. Okay. And women have to, to to stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider. And so then, now you are so bad. You so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come... You lose them because you're trying to be the, the man. I was right, going to say. Yep. Right. Man. Mm-hmm. Can we be equal? Oh, of course. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm the neck. My man's the head. So he can't make any moves without his wife. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. all works together. But you can't be the head of the house. you got to let the man be the head of the house. But it's a generational thing. And it's what we've been taught. To stand up, be strong, be the, you know what I mean? And a, a dude come and you, everything about you is like a man. Sometimes we have no choice, though. But that's why I was saying it's right. a generational thing, and it's what society has. They do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. So you think women have to, to fall back a little for their man? Is that what you think? You have to learn how to submit. You can still be a queen. Queen plays a part. The the king needs his queen. Mm-hmm. It's Facts. certain things that he can't see that we see. Some people would say the queen is the most valuable uh, piece on the board. It Come is. on, anybody play chess? It is, yeah. yeah. You pl- okay. My husband can't teach move you like how to play moves. chess. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's we work together, but mm-hmm. the queen has to all has to sit back and allow her king to be the king. And what about in a situation where a woman makes more money in a relationship? That's hard because that's when jealousy starts coming in. That's when, you know what I mean? I don't think that's hard. It's not hard for men. I mean, is is it really hard? I don't think so. If my wife came home tomorrow and said, hey, babe, I got a raise and make $100,000 a year. <laughs> yes. Let's go. I don't think, would that's that be hard for you, Rock? Uh, if I was married, no, it's more difficult on the dating side. Why? Because in most cases in dating, as a as a guy, you want to make sure that you are you doing everything you doing everything you can to impress her and show what type of person you are. Now, if what she's used to, you can't provide, that could be uncomfortable from a guy's uh, point of view because of ego. So with with someone, so with a single guy. Because I don't want to just point you out, but would a single guy not date a woman who makes more money than he does? It depends on the woman. It because if the woman doesn't make you feel uncomfortable about anything, everything you're doing, then it's fine. Doesn't cause any problems. But if she points it out, you know, like you know, let's say y'all go uh, to Fogo de uh, Fogo de Chao mm-hmm. in a nice little restaurant. She's like, well, I'm used to going to this. Steak place that you know I'm used to spending three hundred dollars for my meals, mm. but we can just you know spend this little eighty dollars if you want to. <laughs> little eighty dollars, <laughs> this little eighty dollars. You know what I mean? First of all, fuck with this child is definitely hundred. It is, yeah. Unless you go on restaurant week, yeah. it, might, it might be eighty. That's fifty a piece. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. It I have too. I'm like, damn, shoot, girl, you better eat. you better come hungry. It's a starving, dog. Like, for real, don't eat nothing. You better you fasting from Friday until Saturday Fast. night. Do not go into forward that child talking about you gonna eat salad. Yeah, no. Nah. Oh my god, nah. Yeah, no, nah, nah, do nah. that. But we digress. So because I think some guys, like how you said that as long as she doesn't point it out, I think that some guys will just pick up on stuff that she would say that may think that she's pointing it out when she's not. Mm. Oh yeah, nah. if, so, especially if, if you're if you're extremely self conscious about it, then that's the issue. So ego would get in the way. Yeah, 
But you, like you got one in the chamber, like an example. Um, like it could just be anything. So let's just say, for example, um, she wants to, or not even that she wants to do anything. She's just at home, or y'all are kind of just out talking, right? And she's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about getting this new Louis purse. You know, it's a thousand dollars." But she's just kind of just saying right, it, right, right, right? You know right, what right. I mean? That's a good example, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you can maybe sit there like, "Damn, nigga, a thousand dollars for a purse? Like, Bitch. you got bread like that to be?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that may feel that may make you feel some type of way to where like that would be something that you would typically get her because it's something that she wants but you can't really afford it mm-hmm, but right. she may not even be talking to you she may just be talking yeah loud i think that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with women earlier where it's kind of like the the role reversal so the man actually is going to run from the situation because he doesn't he's not going to allow her to what were we saying? We were saying that basically, like women, they go, they don't, they don't work hard enough, or or give it enough time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would be an, like the the opposite version happening. Like, but damn, like I'm gonna run the first moment I I perceive she's talking money mm-hmm. that I'm uncomfortable with. Right. So yeah. yeah. So at that point, it'd be on the man to endure. Yeah, I mean, but like, and then like with that same example, let's say you save up. And you get like a, a three, three, four and five person for a birthday or whatever the case is. So, oh, I like right, it. Right. I love it. But you never see her with it. Yeah. She's not wearing it outside. <laughs> right. Is that the you know, $300 person outside? Are you nuts? But you know what I'm saying? But you see her with the more expensive stuff that, that she's buying. Yeah, of course. So then it's like, damn. You know, I sacrificed for this and she said in a moment that she appreciated, but her actions saw something different. Yeah. So like now you got that. It's like ah oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know even even when I That's do my funny. best. That's funny. No, but I have seen on the, on the opposite end too, where the woman does make more money than a man, and I think subconsciously emasculates the man. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, if there's ever an argument, it's you ain't shit, and you know I I I can do. Well, all by myself, and no, that definitely is very, very intentional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or mm. or it's just like, like nigga, I made you, or um, what else? It's so, it's so much crazy shit that people say, and it's just like, oh, that's your spouse, that's your mate, that's right. your, that's your husband. Like, like you gotta, you gotta watch that stuff, and it may not even be. <sighs> I, I, yeah, I don't even think it's intentional. Sometimes it's a, def- a defense mechanism. Sometimes it's just a, a subconscious thing that's just kind of lying just beneath that they don't really consider. But when a woman does gain a lot of power or a lot of influence and then their husband's not on the exact same level, they may subconsciously start emasculating him because it's just like, well, nigga, I'm bringing a majority of the shit to the table. You do what I say. Mm. That's a that's a tough thing to ask a woman that's used to being in leadership to submit to, right? Mm. It, without like, if you don't get into the whole spiritual ramifications of everything, if you don't get into the spiritual essence of like what that actual part of the Bible is talking about, if we're just talking from a world standpoint. Yeah, that's a hard sell. Yeah, that's a hard a hey, that's a hard sell when 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 she doing really well and she know in the back of her mind like nigga. If I jet, I'm strict. Especially it's, if it's a big gap. Yo, and and let's not even say it's a, a huge gap. Let's say it's like $10,000, right? Uh, that's not, that's not a big gap, right? But 
it's still ten thousand dollars more. Like nigga, I make seventy. You at sixty. Nigga, I make eighty. Mm-hmm. You at seventy. Like it's still. I'm still closer to a hundred. Right. Like people start thinking dumb shit like that, and it's like it's, bro. <laughs> it's just. What? I'm not, I'm not gonna, it's just, it's just some shit that you see is just like, bro, like, like, I don't know if this person knows what they doing. I don't know if they know who they talking to. That's your husband. He will leave. Like, a nigga will only take so many punches. Right. And it's like, it's like, it sucks for black women too because I feel their pain. Like, I love, I, I think black women are the most beautiful women in the world. I don't really, I don't really dig other races like that. Like, I just don't. I've never been attracted to other races like that. Not hating you other races that listen. I just, I just, I just haven't. Right. But I, I, I feel women's pain, the black woman's pain when they say, well, you know, black men are going to be white women. Black men going to be with Hispanic women. But maybe they do have some, some essence of submitting. They've grasped a, a, a part of submission that maybe you haven't. About allowing the man to be the man that maybe you haven't quite gotten that 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 nailed down. You haven't mastered the art of doing that. Right. And a man hmm. feels more comfortable with that person than with you. It's not always like, oh, you sold out or or, you know, you turned your back on the culture. Like, no, he probably just found love. Maybe. 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 I say love is love. I mean. I mean, love is love. I prefer to love black women. But I'm yeah. just saying. As do I. Still going? I don't know how much more we can get out of that. I'm on top of it. Because I feel like left. what we're saying is we kind of touched on. Yeah. What's the narrative? <laughs> <laughs> and we're done going. Oh, one last thing. One last thing. Um, Angie asked Fantasia about being equal. Right? Yeah. I love Fantasia's answer about the head and the neck because they're both, they're both, the head and the neck is, are both, um, equally important, but the head still is the deciding factor. And I just, I thought that was very elegant how she said that mm-hmm. without saying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good analogy. That was the first time I, ever, I had ever heard it. Like, you really can't, you need the neck, but. The head makes. They need each other. I think that's good. I think that was a good example. All right. Yep. Because without the next, that's called paralyzed. Bro, and that is a that is a horrible. Could you imagine if you like couldn't move your head? You can only see one direction. Like you can only see one direction. That's an elegant thing about about it too. Women, like if you if you talk to your woman long enough, they help you see stuff in a position, like in a light that you've never seen. Mm-hmm. Like like I had so much anger issues towards my father that my wife helped get out of my out of my spirit and like she was like why are you so angry why are you so mad and she helped me work through that just by conversations to now like I can go see my dad and I have I I repaired that relationship but that was strictly based off of the efforts of my wife I never would have repaired that by myself mm, that's good it, it's 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 huge, man. That is that's crazy. Women, y'all important. Like y'all we love y'all. Give yourself credit for sure. Give yourself some credit because we do love y'all. Yeah, last thoughts. I think that was a good one. That's a good one to end up on. Yeah, you right, bro. 
Yeah. Rez? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, I'm, I'm thinking back. <laughs> you want donut? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> want to buy these donuts in here. All right, man. So what's the scenario? Man, you know what? Ash was like, y'all should play uh, that. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the what? What's the scenario? You know what's crazy? When we first came up with the the title, the title mm-hmm. I thought about that snippet. Um, I don't know why I didn't tell you to, to actually do yeah, that. Yeah, she's mentioned it a few times. See, again, we made the that final leg. decision. She just submitted it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's happening. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got what's the scenario, man? We got some scenarios here along with the songs to go to these scenarios. So we get this mug cracking real quick. Real, My real, God. Will real quick. So what's the scenario? Scenario number one. Yes. Which is anyone? Song that you can play on repeat. Song you can play on repeat. Song you can play on repeat. All day. All day. All night. All right. So this is a Reza scenario. Reza song to that scenario. I don't know. I always get that tongue twisted. Reza's song to that scenario? Yeah. This is I say scenario first. Anyway, so this is Reza's song to this scenario. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Everybody sit your bitch ass down and listen to true motherfucking story told by Kendrick Lamont Rose Crane. See all y'all bitches. This nigga been on this bitch. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. This nigga been in this bitch bag all day. Boy, <laughs> that bag is deep. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm so glad you told me to go back in this. I literally listen to this all day Friday morning. Did you? On repeat. Just the intro. Like it's just the intro. That that mm. little section right there, I found on YouTube. I downloaded it. I put that mug on repeat at 8 30. Mm. I got off of work at 4 30. Mm. Straight, just oh my god! Hey man, it's a message in that intro. That song is fire. Yeah, it is. That's, it is a message. In there. That's a good one. I'm at the. I'm at the listening. Peer again. pressure. Peer pressure. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So, you want to go next with me, Rock? Uh, I go. To, I went left on this one. You went left. I went far left. So you want to go? I, I'm gonna take it. All okay. right. So this is a rock song to this scenario. Says Celine Dion, my heart yeah, will yeah, go on. Definitely went left. What is this? My heart will go on. Mm-mm. It's Kenny G. What song? Oh, uh, the moment. Okay, oh, let me say this moment. Mm. Oh, Kenny G is good. Can't go wrong, Kenny G. Wow, very artistic. Man, yeah. cause like it's just the music and like. That's why I got excited at your wedding. It's like that saxophone. I was like, oh shit. This shit's real, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that saxophone just did kill it. I was impressed. So, so what, is, what, is this, what does this song say to you? What, what is speaking to you right now? 
It's it's just a very it's calming to mm-hmm. me. Like it's it's a song that I can just listen to, keeps me mellow, keeps me mellow, just relax and just I can do I can do anything to the song. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like the perfect song to me. That's yeah. That is dope. I respect that. I do too. That's a good one, man. I like it. I have yeah. two very good ones. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you do you remember Sweet Caroline? Uh, Sweet like, Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so this this song, um, man, this is just I'm trying I'm trying to think that I played this song on this on here before. Now now that I'm thinking back, that's the hard did part. Did I play that this is before? Because I, I I go back and listen to Catch That Beat. Yeah, everything's like, God, have I done oh, this one yet? Oh man, I did play this already. That's cool. I did play this already. Is it what, do you remember what scenario? Nah, I don't. Or was it Catch the Beat? It was Catch That Beat. Catch That Beat. Mm. Okay, let's see. Is it, it Shy? Huh? Was it Shy? Nah, it's not Shy. Shy was all, I almost shy, picked that song. Shy yeah. was hard. Um, shy was hard. God, dog. I hate that. I literally, I just thought about it. And I, I have played this song before. Okay, let's hear it. I'm, I'm interested to see what this is. All right, so here we go right here. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. It's still hard though. Mm-hmm. This song I played like this song was literally because we couldn't because I was trying to figure out what the Drake song was. Yeah, and I will and I don't know how I forgot that brand new. I was like, this song was like I would play this in my dorm room in North Texas. And, like, like you know, you like be trying to dance and like pop like and all that stuff. Yeah, I was trying to do that shit. I was. Oh. Take us back into the books, young age. Yeah, I was good at Try to anyway. Damn, I hate that I already played this. I was, that's fire though. Yeah. Okay, so were you just in there pop locking or were like what what was your mindset? Nah, like so what you do is like it's not just pop locking, but you try to like create moves to the lyrics. Yeah. And so like you just kinda just start like certain dance moves. Like so you just move with slow like motion in the dark dorm. Yeah. With the lights on. With the lights on. No shirt on. By the super shorts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Got some baby oil. No, right? no shirt on. Baby oil. Signs up. Put some boxer shorts on. Yo, your roommate walk in. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, close the door. <laughs> Shoot, man! Hell yeah, dog! You got you can try to you know think a little stuff, you know that you know do in front of the honeys. Like, oh, you can do that. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Mm. But damn, I hate that I played that. Now I feel like I got to keep a list of songs that I've already played because that's, that's a long my list. First it's a long list, bro. And it wasn't even on this game. It was on a different one. It was on Catch That Beat. So anyway, so second. Scenario, I remember that episode. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. So second scenario is. One hit wonders. Abe brought this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I brought this one. One hit wonders, man. Songs that came, were popping, and then they went, and niggas never came back at all, at all. So this is a uh, my song to that scenario. Oh my god! Oh wow! Hey, 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 yo, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I was just bumping this motherfucker. Like on my way back to Houston. This hit the radio. I said, oh my God. She is a beauty. Hey, second Jay. Go ahead, bro. Really true. 
Hey, this is dope. This is a good one. King Gang started us off right. Man, got that mug right. This mug used to go hard. I said, I just heard this on the radio all the way back to Houston. Did you? Boy, I had that thing. I wish I had them things in the truck. Yo! Where them drums go? Man. This shit sound like freedom to J Rock. (laughs) 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 You wouldn't be wrong. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Come to her name. That's dope. That was yeah, a good one. That was a good one. I like that song. All right. Uh, I'm going to play a bitch while I leave here too. Shit. <laughs> For real. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Rez, here's your song. Ready? Oh, yeah. You know mine going. Going to get it popping. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. Whoa. Hey. This shit hit so hard when it first came out. That nigga was like a tidal wave that just receded into the water. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It did his damage, disappeared. And left and got out of here. Oh, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, I had this bad bitch in town. She was Whoa. This song go hard. Like, if, if this came out today, this would be it. Yeah. Hey, I oh pull out my bankroll. I can see this coming back, mm-hmm. back around. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Hey. Who is this? A nigga. That's, that's how you know. That's hey. That's how you know this nigga was a one hit wonder. At least when you recognize the song, it don't recognize the artist. Bro, yeah, I have no how no idea this is. That nigga said I rip your torso. I live a fast life. Hey, 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 that's right. Black Rob, my G. Black Rob. That nigga had nothing else, did he? That's a horrible, first of all, that's a horrible rap name. A rap name. Black Rob. Black Rob. The fact you have to say that is Black Black, Rob. Bro, like, my guy, you couldn't spend more time in the lab cooking up a name. (laughs) Yeah, bro, that wasn't it. You could cook up a name? That wasn't it. Not that one. That wasn't it, dog. Black Rob. This nigga had everything. He had the Diddy cosign. He had Biggie and Bad Boy. The beat, the lyrics, the hook. But he had that and name. no name. <laughs> that that <laughs> like, name is what did it. You forgot the one thing. That name, that name is what took him out. Absolutely. Nigga, 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 no nigga named Black Rob. Yo, you heard the new Black Rob? No. Fuck out of here. You heard that? Whoa. Oh yeah, that oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit. That shit sound like a damn reality show. <laughs> Next Hell week yeah. on Black Rob. Black Rob. <laughs> yeah, like good dog. Hell yeah. Alright. Yeah, we are tired. We all sound bush mouthed. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga J Rock started the episode. Well, right before the episode. What'd he say? <laughs> what is it? What J Rock said at the beginning of the episode? The the bleep bleep. Nigga, <laughs> 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 we all we uh, all messed up. Uh, yeah, uh, but he was talking about your phone, your uh, iPhone. He was what? like, he was like what? I know that's what we were saying. He was like, what? What does he say? Yeah, we tired, bro. I froze him. All right, Rock. Here go yours, bro. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. This nigga downloaded air. Who let the dogs out? Yeah. Yeah, this one hit wonder. Yeah. I feel like this was on like a 90s movies commercial. 
Yeah, I forgot what movie though. Mm. Was this on next Friday at some point? I don't think next Friday. No, nah, not this. Friday. Next Friday, this? No, 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 no not this part. It's like literally just the who let the dogs out part. I don't know if it was a Hispanic dude with the with the with the dog, but I know this was on a '90s movie. I just can't think of which one. We let the dogs out. Who made you think of this song? Google. Oh, nigga, this nigga is talking shit. I mean, he is cheating, dog. One hit, this one nigga found a website for all the instrumentals. <laughs> this nigga just googled who let the dogs <laughs> Did you did you enjoy this song when it was popping? No, he didn't. I like the hook. Everybody like that's, the hook. that's all we like. <laughs> that's, that's why it's one hit. Actually, now I think about it, I've never heard this shit before in my life. Yeah, no, nah, I, I didn't even know they saying. mixed up the beat like that. Yeah. That's a one hit one. That was a good one, though. That was a good one, though. That was a good one. Wait, who did this song? Exactly. It's like Baya or some shit. Buy out, buy out some shit. Mm. It's trash. Like B B E H A something. Buy out, buy out, buy out. Okay, okay. Not bad. Okay, okay. Not bad. Anybody want to fill in the air while I find our uh, outro song? Yes, he has so many options. So many options. Yeah, I don't know where it went. Uh, it's okay. Somewhere, it's on the list. Don't worry about it. He downloaded somewhere, but. I thought this was a decent episode for the fact that we just pulled this out of our ass. Yeah, it was supposed to be a short episode. Why yeah, every how- time we say we'll do a short episode, it's over two hours? Yeah, it still ended up being two hours. Get the heck. Mm-hmm. Nigga, it's been two hours? Yeah. We've been talking for two hours. Yeah, we started at six. Shit. <laughs> we just started at six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So let's say. Damn, um, nigga, Power done did two episodes out already. Oh, damn. You know, I heard that. I heard last night's episode wasn't all that. Well, I heard they were doing too much. Of course. They always doing too much, dog. Like I'm this season's actually starting to become disappointing. I know they're doing 15 episodes and we're on what, episode four? Yeah. So they got what, eleven more shots at this? I just I don't know. I don't feel good about this. I hate it because I really enjoy power of the show. Yeah. We'll see. I feel like we've had one good episode out of four, so we batting twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, episode one was all right. The episode Fifty was Cent it? did was all right too. I liked the Fifty Cent episode. I didn't like episode one. I thought episode one was meh. Yeah, it was all right. It was cool because he found out that Angela really did die. So I was like, oh, but I ain't feel okay. nothing. I felt more when the black dude died than Ange. Which black dude? Um, the dude that doesn't have a name. He has a name, but nobody cares. It's um, the guy that was protecting Dre's baby. Oh, the the officer. Yeah, yeah. That shit hurt. I was like, oh, snap. They killed him? Yeah. When Angie was dead, I was like, oh, fuck, finally. Yeah, they're getting folks out of here. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Oh, season two. I know I know you're going to have, <laughs> hey, I know we're going long on the song and everything like that. We're halfway through this mode. Yeah. But Ghost trying to kill Tommy and shooting at the glass and not shooting the door of the car when Tommy ducks is ignorant. Yeah, no, nah, he should have been out right there. Bro. Hey, I'm off. That should have been, been the end of it. I'm way off. And Tariq fast ass with doing too much shit. This nigga literally can't get a bag of drugs, but now he's supplying a cartel. It's, it's, Freak it's out weird. of here, man. It's weird. All right, man. All right, man, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Uh, hit us up. Speak between lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation we're already having. Check out our merch. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You'll find all of our, all of our shit. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm trying to speed through the instrumental because it's almost over. All right. Anyway, this is King Gabe signing off. This is J Rock. And Rez. Speak between the lines. We are out of here. See, did all that rushing. We still had breathing room. A little bit. It's only like three seconds left. Yeah, though. I mean.
Three seconds is three seconds. Three seconds is three seconds. Yeah, make every second count. Mm.